0: hello and welcome to the program ufo warning in this episode we're talking about cattle mutilation or explosion that's correct cattle mutilation or explosion now we're familiar with all these cattle mutilation cases uh all of them as far as i'm concerned for the most part are unexplained uh, unexplainable unless you bring in the alien part of the equation but i went back and i looked at a couple of these old cases and it's it's just interesting sometimes to to read the cases because they're so bizarre. And then also just to stop and think about the level of bias that you encounter uh, with law enforcement and the media. Now this first article is from is from calgaryherald.com. Of course, that's up in Canada. It says, mutilation or explosion, cow's gruesome death puzzles Alberta hamlet. Rumors of vigilantes, cults, exploding cattle, and even aliens have pervaded a small Alberta hamlet since the gruesome death of a cow this month. This is written by Dylan Robertson, and it's is an older article, it's June 20th, 2015. You can kind of see there right in the title or getting in this bias against this thing possibly being, with having some kind of alien or UFO connection. It has a picture of the husband and wife there. I put these links at the co-find and uh, locals. And under the picture it says, uh, Karen Carson Wright and Lewis Delgado are photographed on their farm northwest of Calgary just outside of Madden uh, Alta June 19th after notifying authorities that they found one of the cows that grazed their land not only dead but supposedly mutilated. Now, here they're using conditional terms, supposedly. Well, something happened to this thing. In the pasture on June 6, 2015, rumors of vigilantes cults, exploding cattle, and even aliens have pervaded a small Alberta hamlet since the gruesome death of a cow this month. It's scary to think whatever did this is that close to the home site. I mean, is it for satanic reasons? I said, God, don't let it be for an initiation or something, says Karen Farquharson, a lifelong farm girl at Madden, some 45 kilometers some 30 miles northwest of Calgary. Well, of course, the people see this thing. It's been mutilated, this, this poor cow, and uh, they're really shocked and taken aback by it. It goes on, it says, It all started June 6th when neighbors called to tell Carson a cow on their property was not moving. When she approached the cow, she saw the udder, vagina, and uterus were missing along with a single eye. It was a hot day, and the cow hadn't bloated by midday, suggesting whatever happened took place that morning, not the night before. Mounties arrived with one suggesting the cow digested one of three poisonous herbs, which ceased digestion and caused gas explosions. But the couple say those plants aren't found in the area and there's no proof of an explosion. You know, when law enforcement comes along and they make these kind of idiotic comments or put these theories forward, you have to wonder if this is something they're told to do or it's just, just a way for them to get out of having to do any work. It says, the woman says, she exploded off her vagina, question mark, and there's not a drop of blood or a trace of matter anywhere around her. Like, how far did it explode into outer space? Wonders Farkinson. So you can see this lady, this farm girl. She's she's not buying this nonsense for a second. Her husband, Louis Tagato, used to work at a farm animal surgery. He found no blood, while the basketball-sized hole showed no jagged edges. I've seen hundreds of surgeries, and this was a surgery, he said it doesn't add up so they're talking about these large holes put in these animals usually in their rectum or sex organs like the size of a basketball but it looks like it's been bored out by almost like a laser cut or something the RCMP has told other media the investigation is closed that it was an animal incident with nothing suspicious well that's how they solve crimes I mean they just close the case and say nothing to see her move along just the epitome of laziness the family claims the RCMP suggested they not go public with the story for fear of encouraging copycats. The family thinks that, that would have the opposite effect. Here you go. They, they're, they're clearly, law enforcement in this case, the, the Mounties are clearly investigating in some kind of a cover up. Now, whether it's just because they're lazy and they don't want more work, or it's because they've been told to do this. No, it's a crime and it's an unsolved crime, said Far Carson, who fears she'll never see justice or compensation. At least get an awareness out and get a bit of a neighborhood watch. Bit, be a bit vigilant with your cattle and your neighbor's cattle. She also thinks incidents of possible mutilation should be tracked as U.S. cases are well documented while Alberta, sees a ca- while Alberta cases occasionally show up in news clippings. Otherwise, Far Carson's internet searches have revealed conspiracy theories of aliens taking reproductive organs for stem cells. Now, they have to throw in the conspiracy theory. You see here, the, the police are just either too lazy or have no inclination to investigate this, and then the press piles on with their... Uh, idiotic consulting terms. And the cow's death is the talk of the town, with a handful of residents telling the Herald that cattle mutilations make sense after a recent spike in break-ins. This used to be a place that you could leave your doors unlocked. Now there's a burglary every week, said a weary Lewis Harnack, pointing at some of this year's break-in sites. Now here we go to normalcy bias. They've had a rise of break-ins, and so they assume that the cattle mutilations must just simply be a escalation of that. Don Farcarson, who owns the cow that died on his sister's property, estimates it could have sold for $3,500. Now the orphan calf needs extra care without his mother's milk. These guys are suffering real economic loss. And you can see here, the Mounties just don't care. I've seen my share of dead cows and dead animals. This is something else. This isn't natural, he said, showing the Herald gruesome photos. He noted that two weeks ago, the cow, he noted that two weeks on, the cow is decomposing and no coyotes or birds have come to eat the normally sought after intestines. He said that it only happens when an animal has been given drugs. It makes me think she's had something to be sedated, he said. But he's not willing to spend upwards of $500 on an autopsy to find out. It's not something you see every day. Well, he probably figures they'd tell him nothing anyway. Why spend $500? You know chasing good money after bad this i think is a fascinating uh, article i have to warn you that if you go to the if you go to the actual website to to, to try to read it it's absolutely awful it's just it's completely smashed with with uh, pop-up ads so just be warned of that now this next article i want to look at this is another catamulation just to kind of see some of the some of the commonalities in these things how they're treated by law enforcement and what a terrible job the press does covering them this is from uh, the MP mptelegraph.com. It says, Farnham cow found mutilated Farnham. Larry Jurgens was checking his herd of about 100 cattle August 19th when he found a dead 11-year-old black Angus. This is by Mary Beth Chapman, September 5th, 2004. Now, this is something that a lot of these small-town publications do, and it just annoys me to no end. Their journalism is so bad that they don't even tell you what state you're in. So the only and their and their little minds, the whole world revolves around whatever small town they live in, and it, they can't even seem to uh, understand the concept that people who live outside of their state might not be familiar with with what towns they're talking about. You know, when I went to school. Um, I took some writing classes, and the first thing that we were taught is, if we were happening to write an article about something, was what, when, where, who, tell what happened, tell you know where it happened at, when it happened, and who it happened to. Make sure you get those four things in the article, and actually, in that first paragraph, you you want to get uh, the person involved, you want to get the location, and by location, I don't just I don't mean just some random town somewhere. I mean you need a you need a town and a state, if this is a state article, and that way we can know, you know, where it happened at, and you also need to talk about uh, when it happened, give us a time frame, and then, and then, you know, you know a little bit more about what's going on here. They don't do that in this article. Anyway, it starts off, it says Farnham. Well, I had to look it up. This happened in Nebraska, so uh, if you're, happen to be a author or a newspaper person in one of these small towns, remember, include the name of your state. We don't all live in Nebraska. It says Farnham, so I'm gonna say Farnham, Nebraska. And that's in the United States. It's in the center of the country. Not much out there, but corn really, but hey. Larry Jergens was checking his herd of about 100 cattle August 19th when he found a dead 11-year-old black Angus. Jergens said the cow's left eyeball was removed, the bag and udders had been removed, and there was a large excision in the rectal region. None of the internal organs were removed and he said the cuts seemed to have been made with surgical precision. The tongue had also been removed with the incision made far back into the throat. Jurgen said two puncture wounds were on the cow's chest, each about an eighth of an inch in diameter. That part of the article is fine. It tells you specifically what happened, and it tells you in very concise language. Good job on that. Now, you notice the other article, we just knew that the back end of the cow was blown out. They gave us practically no description of what happened. That journalism was so shoddy. Now it goes on down, it says, Jerkins has been a rancher for more than 35 years, said he has never seen anything like it before. Goes on down, it says, Jerkins said, no blood was found on or near the cow. That's another important detail. They didn't bury it in this article like they did the last one. He said he estimated the cow had been dead about two days before it was discovered. The estimated time of death corresponds with unexplained noises heard in the area on the night of august seventeenth. Jerkin's wife Joanne heard what sounded like a large, low flying aircraft going over their house. The low rumbling noise was heard by several other witnesses as far away as Gothenburg. Now that's foreign to Gothenburg. Now the author didn't look this up because apparently this author thinks that we all live in and around farnham nebraska they don't bother to tell us what state it's in but that's 15.59 miles that's a long ways to hear this uh, roar or rumble or whatever it was so if we would rewrite that paragraph including the miles that really would impact the story so you could say, the estimated time of the death corresponds with an unexplained noise heard in the area on the, no- on the night of August 17th. Juergen's wife, Joanne, heard what sounded like a large, low-flying aircraft going over their house. The low, rumbling noise was heard by several other witnesses up to 16 miles away, as far as Gothenburg. Now, this is a noise that's heard 15.5 miles, 15.59 miles, 16 miles away. That had to be an awful loud noise or possibly a the sound barrier being broken. There's some kind of connection here. The cow's death is being investigated by Linda Moulton Howe. Of course, this has been a few years ago. An international investigative journalist and documentary film producer from Jamison, Pennsylvania. She visited the Jurgensen's Ranch on August 25th accompanied by Jeffrey Wilworth, a Los Angeles producer. Jurgen said they interviewed witnesses and various samples were taken for scientific analysis. The case will be featured on a documentary special for the History Channel currently slated for broadcast in November. Of course, this is clear back 20 years ago. Jergen said this is not the first report of unexplained apparent mutilations of cattle in Nebraska. There you go. We get down clear at the end of the article. And they just randomly let you know that, hey, this is Nebraska. Well, thank you very much for that. More recently in April 2003, two cows and a bull calf were found dead in a pasture three miles west of Valparaiso. Once again, they don't tell you where this is located at in Nebraska. The cattle belonging to Mike Beans, who was described by a veterinarian as possibly being killed by electrocution. A teat was cut off each cow and the bull's calf's scrotum and rectum were removed. Interesting how... Being electrocuted results in the teat, that's you know what the milk comes out of being cut off of each cow and the bull calf's scrotum and rectum, their sexual organs, and you know they're they're rear end where the waste comes out. Similar to the recent Farnum case, no blood was found around any of the dead animals. Now they say that. They were possibly electrocuted, but they don't tell us how. Was it a lightning strike? Did they uh, decide to go over and chew on a high-voltage wire? Very strange. Another To me, it's just another case where it's a cover-up. Ernest and Catherine Wimple of Overton found an apparently mutilated cow on their property June 23rd. The cow's calf has been missing since the incident. Sounds like maybe the calf didn't get returned, Or maybe when they were done uh, mutilating the poor cow they just dumped the calf off somewhere else ernest wimple had checked the cows the evening of june 22nd and the cow was alive then at about 7 a.m june 23rd he said he found the cow dead with an udder removed in a similar fashion as the jurgens cow the cow was removed by a rendering service by 9 a.m june 23rd so no tests were performed Wimple began wondering about the incident after the cow's calf was discovered missing. Now he said he wishes he had contacted authorities to do tests on the cow and plans to do so if another mutilated cow is found. Uh, I don't think he probably missed anything there. Uh, I have never heard of the authorities uh, conducting any kind of a test and coming up with any answers on these things. We come up with more questions than answers. Uh, The best answers they come up with are usually the satanic cow tippers you have a group of Satan worshippers out there uh, running around at night, uh, tipping over cows, and sometimes they pluck out their eyes and cut off their tongues and sex organs and uh, drain all the blood without spilling a single drop on the ground. But yeah, that, there's your gamut. I thought both these articles were interesting because the first one is because the the uh, law enforcement was, was just so desperate to close this thing down that they tried to claim that the cow had ingested a weed and as a result had exploded their entire rear end out and had done it in a uh, completely bloodless fashion uh, with surgical precision. This tells you the kind of answers that you're going to get from authorities. And this is why uh, I constantly harp on the fact that we're only going to be able to get uh, disclosure through crowdsourcing it. Every time I talk about uh, the government uh, basically mistreating us, lying to us, Uh, trying to scare the living daylights out of people so they can manipulate, control, and profit off us. There's always some uh, sad individual out there that thinks I'm being hateful to the government and the government is doing everything in their power to protect us. I think these cattle mutilations are a clear example of what the the government is not doing. They're not solving anything. 10,000 mutilations they have never had a crime solved as far as I know. What they are doing is making up lots of excuses, refusing to do uh, their job, and leaving us at the mercy of whatever is doing this to these cows. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.